Welcome to the discussion, Use Cases, sponsored by ICF. Here's today's moderator, Jason Miller. Welcome back. You're listening to the discussion, Empowering the Federal Workforce, Preparing Teams to Harness Data and New Technologies, sponsored by ICF International on Federal News Network. I'm your host, Jason Miller. My guests today are David Chive, the Chief Information Officer at the General Services Administration, Akanksha Sharma, the Director of Digital Transformation at the Labor Department, and David Birkin, the Senior Vice President for Public Sector Transformation and Professional Services at ICF International. We've been talking over the last couple of segments about theory and, uh, and measurements and this idea of what strategies look like. Let's get knee deep into it. How is this actually being applied at your agency? Akanksha, I'm going to start with you and say, you all have uh, done a lot of work. You mentioned RPA. You mentioned the, the, the idea of this kind of tech incubator. What are you seeing? Give me the, maybe a use case or two where this approach to digital transformation and the workforce have really paid dividends. Yes. So there are a couple of examples that I'm really excited to talk about. So starting within the RPA space, you know, we've really been looking at how can emerging technology help the um, help us provide better services to the American people. So a really great example of that is the chatbot that we have deployed on benefits.gov. So benefits.gov is a central place where you can find information about federal and state level benefits. And it sees a lot of traffic, especially when natural disasters occur. And there's a lot of information out there. It's a huge repository of knowledge and it can be challenging to find information quickly, we found through some of the feedback we've gotten from the users. So deploying this chatbot on the website was a great way for us to start to provide more curated information. You know, it's something that's been out there for, I think, just about, um, you know, I, I think since 2002, actually, but something we've been iteratively improving on as time has gone on and technology has evolved. Another great example of where we're using emerging tech to provide better services, I would say, is within the Black Lung Program within the um, within the Department of Labor. So this is a managing the claim experience and making sure that when a claimant applies for benefits, we're able to verify their information and give them those benefits as soon as possible. It used to be a very tedious manual paper-based process, something we're all familiar with in government. Uh, and there was a large modernization done to digitize it. And then recently introducing things like RPA has allowed us to even improve on what that first version of the modernization was so that it's easier for people who are processing the claim to actually verify information and get things moving to the next step. So these are, you know, some of the examples from an RPA front. We're also really excited within the space of what we're doing um, in terms of providing better digital services. So for unemployment modernization insurance, we are really proud of our partnership with the General Services Administration and USPS to provide ID verification services. This is really critical. We're rolling this out to all US states and territories. Right now we've had four states onboarded with roughly another 12 that are in the queue to be onboarded in the next few months. But this provides the American people who, want, who need unemployment insurance 
to do so remotely from the comfort of their mobile phone or desktop, or for those who prefer to go in person to go to their local USPS store to get verified and apply for unemployment insurance. So these are some of the ways that we want to improve the digital experiences for the American people and different avenues that we're looking at and different partnerships to bring all of this together. I want to go back to something you said, which is the uh, digital lung uh, application and claimants there. Black lung, sorry. Uh, The thing that I remember talking to your folks uh, earlier in the year, maybe even last year, uh, you all added uh, digital signatures too, I think, to that program as as a pilot. And that also was another example of improving the business process, simplifying it for the claimant. Uh, That is such a huge change. uh, uh, And it's something that, uh, you know, was forced by the pandemic in many ways, but you know, has been a technology that's been around for some time. So uh, again, kudos to you and your folks for for taking the leap and, and trusting the the technology and, and the people who have to put it together. Yeah, I, I think it's really important to sometimes we think of modernization as a one-time thing. Like, oh, we'll go get, you know, this money and and we'll modernize it and it'll be beautiful. And that's not always the case. Like this is this is all about progress. And so the the benefits payment example and even the benefits.gov example and some of the other things that we've deployed, like out in the mines, for example, where we have um, you know, mixed reality applications. So inspectors don't have to go into dangerous places themselves to see if there's anything wrong. Like all of these things happened over many years, uh, many iterations of small steps that were taken and then built on top of each other. And we'll probably need to change again because who knows what's going to become the norm three to four years from now that's not there today. So it's a interesting, you know, challenge, especially given how federal government works and how federal funding works. But nevertheless, that is what we're trying to solve here is basically continuous improvement. Dave Shive, let's jump over to you now and talk a little bit about this idea of of use cases. I think uh, GSA has a bunch, you know, you and I could probably spend the entire thing, uh, this entire uh, program talking about all the changes that are happening at GSA, but what's one or two that really stand out to you? So uh, thanks, Jason. Uh, we'll talk about the super exciting world of rent billing. <laughs> so uh, so uh, for those of you who might be listening who don't know this, uh, GSA is the largest property manager in the world amongst our broad portfolio of businesses. And, um, and we have a bunch of owned buildings, but we also have a bunch of leased buildings as well. And then we lease out space to all the federal agencies and the federal government. And we build those agencies. Uh, that's you know traditional roll up your sleeves, back office type of work done at a massive scale. So uh, it's been a pr- tr- pretty traditional business for a long time. Um, and we said, if we can change here, we can change anywhere. So. We started to work with the business to uh, deliver using uh, incremental funding of a CICD pipeline, delivering via Agile, um, driving in automation and increasingly augmentation into the business process of PBS and rent billing of all things. Um, For scale, um, there's about 8,000 active leases within the portfolio. 
and uh, the transaction yield is around five billion dollars annually. Um, and uh, and so what did we do? We worked on delivering technology and software more quickly with a business. Um, the PBS is is just like any other agency. They have legislated requirements. Those requirements um, come at us pretty hot and heavy. And we found that our time to value was really extensive, 60, 90 days when new requirements present themselves, either through legislative regulate, regulated requirements or bit new business requirements by using Agile by you know taking on a CI/CD pipeline mindset, we're able to reduce our time to value to fourteen point one days, um, and what that has allowed us to do is to transform the business away from our customers, the agencies of the federal government, receiving cryptic-looking bills about facility names that they don't know uh, or know or understand, and uh, having to do a ton of work to research to make sure they tie obligated dollars to an actual rent bill. Um, instead, to they're now presented with a digital version in plain language that allows them to know what they're paying for, what the cadence of payment is, and why they're paying for it, and has provided the springboard to the next version. And some of you may have experienced this in your personal lives, video bills, a simple video bill that says, here's what you're being charged for. Here's the service you received. Here's the services you're going to receive in the future um, that might be changed or different. And here's what the impact on your bill is going to be. Oh, oh, by the way, click this button here and it's going to take you to the payment portal to do that. Yeah, that's how we consume technology in our personal lives. It would make sense that we'd be doing that here in the complex, large scale business of government as well. All of that on switching from a 90 plus day time to value for from ideation to actual delivery we're down to 14.1 days in one of our more traditional businesses, the public building service. David Birkin, the the couple examples are really helpful, I think. And and maybe you could jump in here and offer some some either feedback around what other agencies need to consider as they're looking for the right use case and, and then how to ensure, again, we've talked a lot about this theore theoretical, bring the change management, bring people in. What are some ways that this is working from among your clients or, or among the folks you work with? Yeah, I mean, I think the the number one quick answer to that is start somewhere that matters, right? I think a, a mistake that is often made is, you know, there's a there's a school of thought that might say pick something that's easy, right? Or pick something that you're really confident will be successful on, um, and and that can that can generate some momentum, but to really get sustained, I think you heard it in the examples here, it has to impact what people are doing. And they have to be able to see that, right? They have to be able to see like, wow, this thing that used to take me two hours and I had to call Bob down the street to make sure I understood what that 17 acronym is, I can do now in five minutes, right? Or, or, or 20 minutes, and I don't have to make any phone calls. Um, that is more powerful than, you know, 20 senior leadership speeches and all of these other things that we you know, spend a lot of money doing to get people on board. Um, and I think it comes back to picking something that matters. And I think particularly in the federal market and kind of thinking about most people who work for the federal government joined because they care about what they're doing, right? Like we, we have this joke at ICF that, you know, we, we, we may not be federal employees, but we're like one degree removed, right? We really care about that outcome. And when you can tie something that matters to, getting social security checks out or 
like a project for us that still is incredibly meaningful to me is um, we help Office of Child Care modernize their technical assistance tracking system. And kind of like David, it may not sound super exciting, but this is a system that determines what type of interventions work in childcare. Like how do we maximize the amount of money that's going in childcare and making positive outcomes on the ground? And the system was woefully outdated, right? And we weren't really able to pull anything out of it. The goal was we have the system and we're tracking it all, so we're compliant. And and OCC's drive to just completely turn that over to say that's not the goal, right? The goal is to actually know what's working, so we can put more resources there, so we can be more targeted with with what we have. And you know, I think those are where you just you just get such amazing impact, and it creates that catalyst effect that then lets you go to the next thing, right? Um, and people are willing to come along with you, which is which is kind of the goal. Right. The success begets more success that drives the confidence. And that's what we're talking about in the employees. Oh, no, the CIO is doing that again to us. No, no, we're doing it together. And I think that's what we've heard uh, throughout our discussion. And unfortunately, with our discussion, we're out of time. So uh, I'm going to have to thank my guests. Uh, David Shive is the Chief Information Officer at the General Services Administration. Akanksha Sharma is the Director of Digital Transformation at the Labor Department. And David Birkin is the Senior Vice President for Public Sector Transformation and Professional Services at ICF International. Everyone, thank you so much for taking the time today. I very much enjoyed our conversation. I'm Jason Miller, and you've been listening to the discussion Empowering the Federal Workforce, Preparing Teams to Harness Data and New Technologies, sponsored by ICF International on Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search ICF International. Thank you for listening to the discussion Use Cases, sponsored by ICF on Federal News Network.